Hi, and welcome back to Tech Talk. I'm Ken Mingus, Executive Editor at Computer World. I'm here today with Computer World's Windows expert, Guru, Preston Growler, to answer some more questions about Windows 10. Just a quick reminder, we're broadcasting live on YouTube and on the Computer World LinkedIn page for LinkedIn Live. So if you've got questions for us or comments, please leave them in the comments field. Uh, we will try to get to them while we're on the air, and if not, on and uh, um, answer them later on. So, Preston, thanks for being here. Thanks for here having me. Here we are in October still, and uh, I noticed that Windows 1909, Windows 10 1909 has still not shown up. Uh, which is really surprising. I was kind of thinking, today maybe? Is it possible, today being October 8th? Anything is possible. Yeah. When it comes to Microsoft, um, it's possible. But the funny thing is, there's nothing in it. Yeah. So what's taking them so exactly. long? Exactly. I mean, this is nothing more really than 1903 with a little spit and polish, right? Yeah, exactly. And I think it just reflects Microsoft's uh, new idea that what you got to do is you got to make sure it's incredibly stable before you release it. That's why they put so features. They don't want another another uh, uh, you know what happened last fall to happen again. Yeah, right. They don't want it to eat your data for okay. some reason. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hope this one won't. Okay. Well, let's get to some of the questions in uh, um, sort of revisiting some things that came up uh, after our last show. Um, how can I stop auto un update of Windows 10? The good news for people is that as of the April 2018 update yep. for Windows 10, it will in fact automatically pause them or delay them or stop them for you. Um, if you have that edition or any edition since, then all you do is go to Settings, yep. uh, Update and Security, Windows Update, and if you see a link there that says Download and Install, it means that there's an update ready for you. Okay. Don't click it and nothing happens. All click right, so it. if you just don't do anything, it won't automatically push right. it to the computer. Right. Click it if you want to update it. Now, what I'm talking about here are the twice yearly updates that have new features in them. The spring and the fall. The spring and the fall. Now, there is a, a caveat there, which is that if the version of Windows that you're running, yep. if it goes out of service, in other words, if Microsoft stops issuing security patches for it, then like it or not, you have to update. And there's a good reason for that, because you don't want an insecure PC. So what'll happen is at that point, it will install it automatically. You don't get the link that says, you know, install and update. But in all other cases, you can put it off, which means you could now skip versions of Windows, which you could not do in the past. So the whole point here basically is you, you do have a window of opportunity to, to delay these things until Microsoft reaches end of support for that particular version, in which case Microsoft is going to force you. That's right, exactly. And the idea being there, it's a security issue. Right. Got it. Okay. If you're just tuning in, we're answering questions about Windows 10 with Preston Grala. Uh, question two, when will Windows include seamless interfacing with mobile phones such as Android? You know, this is, I'm glad somebody asked this question because this is one of those under-the-radar mm -hmm. features that Microsoft has been working on for quite a while. Now, the good news is they've been working on it. The bad news... They've been working on it. Yes. <laughs> and it's not good. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> well, what, what's the not problem? Just still well, the problem not is baked? Yeah, it's just not baked yet. There aren't very many features yet. When I mean, they first did it, the idea was just send a link from your phone to your PC. Mm -hmm. And even that didn't work when I first started testing it out. Now, that works now, but that's mm -hmm. how the baby steps are. However, Microsoft is taking it seriously enough that in the version that will be out this spring, the next Windows update this spring. This will be 2003? Uh, Theoretically? Yeah, 2001. 20, 2001. It's 2003 because it's March, though, right? Isn't it 09 and 03? No, I think that... Or are you thinking 20H1? 20H1, I'm sorry. Got it. Yeah, it's... 20H1, 2003. So, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah, the right. version coming out in the spring of 2020. <laughs> sorry about that. Yeah, right. Um, 
That will include, if all goes well, um, a better integration with Android phones. You'll be able okay. to uh, do a better job of mirror what's on your phone. You'll be able to mirror on your PC, mm-hmm. and you will be able to interact it, interact with it. Now, not complete interaction, but you'll yeah. be able to do notifications, um, links, messages, those kinds of things. So Microsoft knows it's important. Ever since they gave up on Windows Phone, they recognize people use their phones, and they're sure. not going to be Windows phones, so there needs to be some integration. Um, iOS is further behind. I'm not sure why. It's not as complete integration. You mean Windows integration with an iPhone? Yeah, I'm you not get. sure why that is. Why would someone want that? But okay, <laughs> we'll assume that there are people who have Windows machines and iPhones, and they want them to connect. Yeah. It's interesting because, you know, on the, on the iOS side, obviously, Apple's had things like handoff for a while, right, right. where things sort of, you, you're more able to seamlessly move. It's not right. 100% foolproof but in general you know if you're opening up a web page on your you know your iPad or your you know your your uh, Mac desktop you can access it on the phone vice versa well, it is kind of handy yeah. yeah yeah i mean that's basically microsoft copying it i mean that's yeah. you know this always a good idea so let's try to do it unfortunately they haven't done it particularly well yet okay so coming hopefully in the first half first third of or quarter of 20 2020 uh, next question are there any GUI updates coming on Windows 10 no. I presume that they're talking about the look and feel. Yeah. I mean, not really. I mean, the windows you see today is the windows you're going to have tomorrow, which I think, by the way, is a good thing because it reflects a kind of intelligence and maturity on the part of Microsoft about what the operating system should be. Mm-hmm. It goes and it, it comes down to also what is Microsoft as a business now? It is no longer Windows. It right. is Windows and Office and the cloud, cloud. And artificial intelligence. Yep. So it used to be that in order to make a lot of money, since Microsoft was Windows, you had to get people to pay for the newest version of Windows. Right. To do that, you had to make a lot of really big changes. You had to give them something to pay for, yeah. basically. But yeah. unfortunately, a lot of times those changes were really, really bad, mm-hmm. like Windows 8, which is <laughs> you know, the worst thing ever. But anyway, so, um, so it... It, was, it had to do that constantly. Now Windows is not the cash cow, it's not the present, and it's not the future. And so all they really want is Windows to be stable and secure. And change to a certain Which is extent. basically what users want, really. That's right. Yeah. And, 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 you know, the world is the world obviously changes. For example, this Android feature we just talked about, yeah. people want. So, But it used to be that Microsoft thought it had to change the way you compute to get you to buy the newest version of Windows. Right. Now it recognizes what it just needs to do is make you compute a little bit better with how you already compute. And so that's why I really don't see any big GUI changes to Microsoft, there maybe have, to Windows, maybe ever. Well, there haven't been any big changes, on the uh, again, on the Mac side either, and, and for, for a good reason. I mean, more so on, on iOS than, than on the desktop. But, I mean, when you get users used to, you know, using their computers in a certain way and you suddenly break up that workflow, you're going to annoy a lot of people. Right. So if you want to polish it up a little bit, maybe change some colors or whatever, but in terms of the workflow and how people use these things and navigate through the system, I can understand why there wouldn't be a lot of changes. Yeah, and like with a Mac, you don't pay when there's a new update. And Correct. so now with Windows, you don't pay when there's a new update. Where it used to be, you had to pay. Right. Got it. Okay. If you're just tuning in, we're talking about Windows 10, changes that are coming, questions that people have for us. Uh, another question. What is the main advantage of Windows Defender? 
A Windows Defender is a piece of mal anti-malware. Uh, malware. Okay. Some people might think it's malware, but anyway, a piece of anti-malware <laughs> bi <laughs> uh, built into Windows. Theoretically designed to fight malware. That's right, Got exactly. Okay. Uh, built into Windows, runs in the background, watches what your what you're doing, watches what you download. If you try to download malware, it stops it. If it notices behavior that indicates the presence of malware, it stops that. It scans your computer at regular interv intervals. So basically, it keeps you safe and secure. It's lightweight, so it doesn't interfere with what you're normally doing. Now, there's a lot of other software out there that yeah, does I think the we same talked thing. about this last time. Yeah, I think that's where did. this question came from, that right. there are other things you can do on top of Windows Defender that might make you more secure. Right, there is. Now, but, but the basic stuff, you don't really need anything separate. Some people like other anti-malware, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, I do recommend um, something called Malware Bytes okay. in addition to Windows Defender. Don't run in the background all the time. You don't need to do that. Just perform a scan on it every once in a while. What it does a really good job of is finding sort of adware, pop-ups, annoying stuff. The things that, that Windows Defender may not spot right away? May, and not just Windows Defender. I found a lot of other anti-malware packages don't find that stuff either, where Malwarebytes does a great job. Now, one thing I don't like it as much about Malwarebytes anymore is that even when you download the free version, which is mm -hmm. what you should do, mm -hmm. and only use it to scan, it tries its hardest to get you to upgrade. Oh, they want that money. It's real. I understand yeah. it, but it's gotten increasingly aggressive. So if you do, my recommendation is download it, use it for a scan, and then uninstall it. And then it get rid of it until so, you, and, and check back and do it yeah. again in another month. And Yeah, that's what I do. I, I, don't, I don't keep it on my machine anywhere just to do a scan and then it's gone. It's gotten too intrusive for me. Got it. Okay. I should check in and see if we have any questions or comments that we need to respond to before we wrap up today. And we're going to check and see. Yeah, we do. It. Okay. So we have a couple questions about asking why Windows 10 gets slow if it's not updated from time to time and why it's still slow despite the latest updates being installed. Okay. So Windows 10, does it slow down as it gets older? You know, Are we back to defragging? Yeah. Or not? Really, this is a machine-by-machine machine instance. Okay. I, you know, Something we've talked about in the past is that Windows has to work on every piece of hardware out there, imaginable, right. every combination. And so you can't really absolutely 100% know what's going to happen. Yep. It's going to be uncertain. On the Mac, they control everything. Right. And so um, I have not had the experience of Windows 10 slowing, slowing down. down, in fact. So I'm, I'm, it's hard for me to know how to really answer that question other than it's probably a machine-by-machine machine thing. My recommendation is, I mean, it automatically defrags in the background, okay. so that you can do. Um, there are ways to um, sort of unclog all the junk and clutter sitting around on your hard disk, which can slow things down. Yeah, you've actually and, got a piece on Computer World talking yes. about how to speed up your, your PC, exactly. and we will include a link in the comments for you know to answer this question. It might help you with some tips. Oh, good. I, I was going to recommend that piece, because that goes into great detail how to do it. Because, in fact, Windows 10, I find it tends to be even possibly a little bit zippier with each iteration. Mm -hmm. But what's happening is you're using a computer, you're downloading more software, you're getting more stuff clogging up your computer, so you attribute it you Windows think it's 10. Windows, but it may not it be. It may not be Windows. It may be, depending on your specific configuration. But but this sort of gets down to good computer hygiene, which is, you know, clean out your PC, make sure to uninstall programs you're not using, and use, uh, like you said, I have a whole lot of tips mm -hmm. for making your PC run faster. It's, it's a good piece to check out. Okay. We'll include that link in the comments so you can get more detailed, uh, you know, basically tips and tricks on how to speed up your PC. 
Yeah, and we've got a few more questions. We have one question. When is 1909 coming? <laughs> that is that is the question. We're waiting for it right now. Literally, 1909 theoretically means it should have been out in September. And if you do know the answer, my suggestion is to start playing the stock market because yeah, obviously because it, you have a crystal ball. Right. Sometime this month, yeah. October, we think. <laughs> and we just have a few more. This is more of a sort of maybe a bit of a deeper question. I don't know if you guys will know the answer necessarily, but it's someone said that Windows 10 updates are getting bigger and bigger in size, but no one's seen any big change. What's the reason th- for that? Oh, any thoughts on that? No, that's or- a good question. I hadn't known that they were getting bigger in size, and that's probably something a uh, we should probably head to a programmer or a coder who could answer that. It's true that they are doing less and less, as we've discussed. Mm-hmm. We've discussed the reasons why, and Windows has become more stable because of it. But that's um, uh, I'm going to look into that, and we'll check. Um, I'm going to do some research, see if I could. I might not be able to uncover the answer, but I'll try to find the answer out for our next uh, next time I'm here. That's a good question. Good idea. Okay, good. And let's. I think we probably have about two more questions. One person asks how to take Windows 10 1903 remote. How to how to take or it? Or maybe use it remotely. I'm not sure. Sh- okay. Oh, I see. Maybe, maybe take it remote as in use it remotely. Yeah. You know, Is it I'm, possible to use 1903 remotely? I'm not sure about that. You know, there are ancient remote access tools. Yeah. I don't remember if they continue to be built into Windows. I used to use them many years ago, but I, I, I don't know okay. the answer to that. Another one we're not sure of. We'll yeah. see if we can get an answer and try to get back to you. And last but certainly not least, we have Chris here in studio asking a question. What do you think of their new product lineup, <laughs> and are they headed in the right direction? Chris loves those Microsoft Surface, <laughs> the new was, Surface. He I loves those things. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, and with good reason. And, um, you know, I haven't. I have to admit, I haven't seen the new line, although I have heard great things about it from Chris, and I trust Chris, so I yeah. think he's right. But um, I do want to back up a little bit and talk about the Surface in general. When sure. it was first introduced... A lot of people, including me, thought it was a mistake, thought that this is something that the world doesn't need. It's another example of Microsoft trying to build hardware that is really not good and nobody wants, and it wants to shove it down people's throat. And the iPad is out there, so why do people need a tablet? And it's a way to make up. Yeah, there we go. Exactly. And it's a way to make up, because what a lot of people don't know is Microsoft, in fact, had a tablet way before Apple. And it was terrible, and nobody wanted it and charged thousands of dollars for it. And so it was a way for Microsoft to sort of get back in. Well... I was wrong. It's really good. That line is really, really good. A lot of them are two-in-ones. It could be a tablet. It could be a I have to admit computer. the design is really nicely it's done. Really, and the really hardware nice. seems very solid. That's right. It really is good. So I yeah. haven't seen the latest the, the latest line, but um, I know from previous previous ones it's really good. And actually, I, I can't remember where I read it. I read something interesting that basically said, with this new line, um, Bomber's Vision, who knew he had it, but developers, um, developers, developers. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bomber's vision has come to fruition and has paid off. Yeah. And you know, I I've probably said a lot of really bad things about Bomber in the past on the show with good reason. But in this instance, he was right. He saw the future. He now, right. of course, I'm not sure he could have actually put it into effect. I'm not yeah. sure he was capable of Sometimes you have to launch the idea and get out right. of the way. But yeah, and Adela has certainly done it, done a spectacular job of doing that. He's really good at those kinds of details. One quick historical note about the Surface. Wasn't that basically designed by Microsoft, Microsoft as sort of a reference point so that it could push other 
manufacturers to sort of up their game when it comes to these things? Yeah, Microsoft never said that, but a lot of people yeah, that was the assumption. Think that, I think that was the assumption, and you know, and it did launch a pretty thriving two-in-one market. I mean, that that um, that surprised me. I didn't think there was going to be a market, but there's a lot of really nice computers that uh, convertibles, two-in-ones, whatever you want to call yeah, them, hybrids. are really yeah. hybrids. Uh, really, really nice. It didn't exist before, and, and uh, Microsoft launched it and is continuing to do a good job, not just on the two-in-ones, but with the entire Surface line. All right. Kudos to Balmer and Microsoft and to Chris for the question about yes, the, thank uh, you. the Surface line. <laughs> um, okay, great. So, Preston, thanks so much for being here for this round of Windows 10 questions. Of course, we will be having you back mm -hmm. um, sometime in November, I expect. Um, coming up in a week, well, Wednesday, uh, next week, we're going to be talking about H-1B visas. So if you want to tune in on YouTube or on the Computer World LinkedIn Live page, please tune back in. You can follow us, again, as I mentioned, on YouTube, or you can follow the uh, Computer World LinkedIn Live page so you don't miss a show. Uh, in the meantime, I think that'll do it for now. We'll get back to those uh, other questions we didn't have answers for and put them in the comments. So uh, be sure to check back. For now, thanks a lot.